Mathematica analysis of The Vast of Night, recorded February 9th, 2021, led by Chris Huntley. Good evening. Welcome to tonight's analysis of The Vast of Night. We are going to uh, try to figure out if this has a story form, and if it is, what might that story form be to understand the underlying structure? So let's start with the four through lines. Uh, anybody want to go with what the overall story through line is in a very short um, uh, phrase? And uh, I'm going to go ahead and share my screen so that uh, you can see as I start to fill this in, everybody can see. All right, okay. so we have the overall story through line. Anybody want to take a Quick stab. Well, it sounds like aliens frequent New Mexico. <laughs> sure, but that's more, I think it's a little more specific about specific. You could say aliens, aliens visit a what? What? Where is this located? Oh, Cayuga. Cayuga. Cayuga, New Mexico. New Mexico. Mexico. A New Mexico town. In the 50s. Uh, one night. 1958. 1950s. Yeah, they're a new crop. Okay. Oh. I mean, there's not any conflict in that, but the... I mean, I think it would be trying to see, trying to figure out if aliens are visiting. Yeah, it would be, are aliens visiting the New York State? Right. Or, or what, what's... what's uh, what's the what's the meaning and source of the strange signal coming through the radio and the phone lines? Right. So there's a strange signal yeah. that um, sets everything in the motion, and it's sort of like, you know, what the? Mm -hmm. <laughs> a strange signal invades, yeah, or disturbs in New Mexico okay. town one night in the 1950s. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. How about main character? Who do we have that might be the main character? Well, there are two candidates. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they are. Faye, Faye. It's, it's Faye is one of them, and Emmett Everett. No, Everett. Oh, Emmett's, Emmett's the guy. Everett's the guy who didn't show up. <laughs> okay. Oh, Emmett. No, it's Everett. Well, yeah, it's, it's Everett, but Emmett's the guy who did the electrician who didn't show up. Right. They they called for the electrician. It's a joke right. to the first part of the show. Yeah. Right. That was the joke. That was. No, I'm not Emmett. I'm Everett. Right. Did you call that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, which is which? Well, who's who's uh, who are who do we most closely align with in terms of the sort of the first person personal perspective? Are we the 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 newbie to the radio? You know, the seventeen-year-old or sixteen-year-old newbie uh, high school girl, or are we the um, a little more worldly uh, post high school, maybe college student? I uh, yeah, radio jock. I I think they were <clears throat> they were pretty even to me. Because it, it felt like a very balanced handoff between the two of them. We had the 10 minute shot of her on the phones and then the 10 minutes of him listening to Ricky talk. Or Billy. 
Billy. Sure, Billy. Um, <laughs> and um, is that what you're talking about at the beginning, the Billy? No, the beginning what? is when the the man calls and says his story of the, his story of the alien ships and the sound. Okay, well that's yeah, that's a little way into the film. Yeah, um, but I, I mean, okay, so anybody else? So I, I I voted with it being Faye Crocker, um, and and the reason I thought it was her, it was and and I and I agree, it was very 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 close. And finally, I just decided it was her because there were um, she and we found out things with her, and she would inform Everett. Um, and so, in those hmm. cases, she found out first, and we found out with her, and we watched her tell Everett about it. Or she didn't know things that we didn't know, and Everett would be the one who would tell us slash her. Yes. So in, in both of those instances, there were things that where we were in terms of our, of our awareness was much more in alignment with where Faye was in this situation, in this scenario, um, than Everett. You know, Everett could... It seemed like he could go anywhere at any time and it would just be like, oh, okay, we're going that way or we're going this way, as opposed to Faye, we pretty much had a good idea. You know, we, we could see, we, she had a pretty consistent thread that we were being given the inside track on, mm -hmm. I felt. Right, right. And I think even though, even though Everett was the first of the two characters shown on screen, the, the just the way the camera followed him and everything looked like someone we were looking at, you know, yeah. as opposed to looking with. Well, and definitely um, Everett, Everett was clearly the protagonist. Yeah. He definitely seemed to be the one who is moving the overall story forward. You know, he's the one who, um, you know, she, Faye was sort of his little assistant, uh, but he was the one who was, you know, sort of the lead, as a, as opposed to the the, the assistant. Well, it's also the that's she, why they both seem to have very uh, they have seem to have agency. But I think Faze was more of a main character perspective, whereas Everett, whether or not he's the um, the obstacle character, influence character. Um, she she also had the <clears throat> the babysitting and the baby storyline, which felt like an independent thing going on and he didn't have something like that as clear. Right. He, his stuff was almost either related to the big picture or related to Faye. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, in fact, I was wondering way earlier if this story was going to somehow have an OS and an RS and no clear main or input obstacle character in a certain way. And and it does look like the two of them. What, what 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 would be their relationship? Again, I'm putting them Everett in the influence character. Yet I'm not convinced he is performing the duty of it. But we'll find that out. I mean, that's that's what we're going to try to discover. Right. What would be the nature of their relationship? Well, they Clearly, it's not, it's not romantic. They refer to themselves as old friends. Okay. Yeah. But also, Just, but in this in this story, they are sort of like co-investigators or, you know, you know she, she wants to be a reporter and you know, she's the newbie, he's the old hand. Mm -hmm. 
True. But they also share that they're both working that night. Well, every by the entire town is at the basketball game. Right. And so it's sort of like they're the two people stuck having to work. And and he is <laughs> since he is the older, more seasoned one. It, 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 there is something of a mentorship relationship to her, you know, sort of like, you know, relative to such a small town. He's the more worldly, you know, sophisticated one uh, compared to her. And she looked up to that. So mentor mentee, Sandy. A little, a little bit, just yeah. more. It's it's more of a big brother kind of relationship. It's it's kind of a big brother, little sister. I mean, he's trying to teach her how to use the yeah, but the, I think, uh, but I don't think there's anything Cornelial about it. I definitely think it's no. more like a mentor mentee type thing. I mean, yeah, a little bit, kind of, sort of. But it's like he, you know, he's teaching her new word. languages, you know, new new words, new terms. You know, kind of how to be cool, at least in his in his mind. You know what's cool. Well, in her uh, mind too. I mean, she she yeah. might. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I'm even thinking about towards the end after they talk to the old woman. She has questions about what he's doing. Why did you do this? Um, why are you making this decision? Mm -hmm. Which makes her both a mentee and a main character. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Okay. Well then, uh, excellent. So let's get into the um, answering some of these questions about the uh, main character. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me try to figure out uh, some of the ones that we might be able to answer the most quickly. I think it's an action driver. <laughs> okay, and well, hey, that, that's great. No, that, hey, yeah, wherever we And and why um, do you think so? Well, because the inciting incident, because it, it's it's a lot of character development, character development, relationship development, and then the objective story starts when the signal uh, uh, no, it's before it comes to the phone lights. What before that the lights go out? The lights. Oh, the lights go out first? Okay, well, strange well, stuff. Flickering. It's the first thing. He walks into the gym and the light's flickering above him and he goes, what's that? It's the whole reason he was called there. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. That. Again, that's another instance of an action driver. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay so, that, okay, so that's probably the first one. And then the second one would be the signal coming through the phone lines and the radio. Um, and... Um, uh, let's see. Where does the third act start? Uh, obviously, the the final. I don't know if it's a, would be considered a success or it depends on how we define the uh, the story goal. But um, but obviously, the abduction at the end. Right. Um, is, yeah. uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like Noah saw that one coming, huh? And I wonder. <laughs> do you think it's the two phone calls? Do you think it's it's Billy and then the old woman? Yeah, uh, Mabel met Blanche. Um, call, calling in and saying, and the come people over show here. up as that other couple shows up, but they don't change the course of anything. I think oh, no, that, no, what I think no, that's I, one I, where, where they're in the car and then in the car, yes. And he plays that that phrase, and the two in the front just go zombie. Right. That is what changed. You know, at that point it was like, okay, no more cars, and let them walk. <laughs> Right. That really right. changed sort of how things seemed to move at that point. Right. Because before that, he didn't believe the story. Right. 
And then that happens and now he believes the story. Right, he believes that there is, there seems to be a there there. And, and like a good protagonist, he's like all gung ho, let's go, let's go forward. Now, I'm not sure if that's the, that's the midpoint, but anyway, that is a good, that's late. And yeah, that's that's like the, the third to fourth act or something. I think it's got to be when Billy calls and says, those signals are not the US military, right? That ratchets things up quite a bit. Yeah. And even though people had called and said there's things in the sky. This put a different context to it, right? Yeah. Okay, so uh, we're all happy with action then, right? Right. Yep. How about the story limit? Well, I see any time lock? <laughs> not, well, no, I did see a time. There is. Did a, you? And here's the thing: it's it's a time lock that the characters were not aware of until we heard from uh, the Blanche lady. What was her name? Mabel. Mabel. Or Blanche. Mabel. Mabel. Time lock. Oh, only so because she says, "I think the I think they're up there. They're here, and they're." They're up there while the basketball game is going on because they like places where there are few people. So, and so, did, so how much time was that, or when? What was the deadline? It's not um, a time lock. Okay, not, <laughs> all right. I'm just saying, not a time lock. It seems like if if you you know from from what she told us, it's like it's all going to be over once the basketball game is over. Okay. No, I don't. But that's not a fixed time. So no, it's not. Okay. <laughs> and Billy also said you should play it now because things are in the sky. Right. But he didn't say now is also not a fixed time. Right. Right. And so it's like it, there's a mystery and they're trying to uncover the mystery when there's only so many different sources of, of getting that, you know, figuring out what, what it could possibly be. I right. Mean, and, and how to uncover it. It's like uh, 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 Faye runs to get that, the camera. You know, uh, he grabs the, the tape recorder. Well, why'd you grab that one? Because it's broadcast quality, you know. Uh, you know, and, and it's like, um, you know, uh, um, you know, there's the lady, the lady who calls in. It's like, okay, we'll go to her house. It's like, let's, you know. Well, but also more than that, it's like, first, they're just strange things going on. Then there's a signal. Then there are people saying that they see things. <clears throat> you know, it's like, you're getting close there each of these things are building up a, a a a sort of a an idea well, of where it's going to end up and then once they actually get to that point where they see it that's where it brings the that's where the climax is because we don't know how it's going to play out at that point mm -hmm. we don't know you know the our principles you know, do they get away? Do they, you know, whatever we, you know, but that's where the crap hits the fan, so to speak. Right. And that's I mean, in, some, in some small way we were, we were, they tried to mislead us in, in making us think that maybe, okay, all the people in the gym are gone and these guys are going to be the ones left behind. And instead it gets flipped. These are the guys who are going to go and all the people in the gym stay. Right. Well, they said, they said they like people that are by themselves. Yeah, yeah, no, but she also set up that, the rules, but they did, they didn't, they did make it so it wasn't. It, I agree, it did seem like it could be anything. Right. So, um, what can we, can we officially though call this a space lock? Uh, yes, we can. <laughs> yes, yes, we can. <laughs> yes, the original label. 
Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so outcome, success or failure. What is the goal? I think it's a success. Meaning? They want to find out the source of the signal and what's causing the lights to flicker in the gym. And they do. Okay. I think, I think it's a failure. I think it's a failure because okay. they wanted to stop the aliens from taking anybody from the town and they failed. When no, do they want to do it, that? No, they don't. That's, that's never, that's never discussed. A stated yes, it goal. Is when Blanche says that, that, that they're going to go to the gym. And in fact, um, Faye uh, brings up the topic of we've got to protect the people in the gym. She doesn't use the word protect. That that's, but that's very late. That's not a stated. The only stated goal is to figure out what, what is this up with the signal. signal is coming from. Who's who? Where? What is the source of this? Uh, what is the source of this right. signal? You know, and ever puts it out on the radio waves and says, "If you recognize the signal, call call the station. Yeah. I'll put it's you on the air." Of, it's, it's kind of crazy though. Did you know that once a squirrel ate through the wires at the gym? It was a chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> Fascinating. I mean, you know, fascinating what goes on in little towns. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> everybody in the town knows of it. <laughs> in which case, then our options would be more geared towards that. So the options would be okay, it's not a chipmunk. Okay, it's more, <laughs> it's wider than just in the gym. Right. Um, trying to figure out where the signal's coming from. What right. It so is. those would be the options we go through. Yeah. The anomalies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. And. Let's just try to discuss judgment. Do we have any clue as to whether this is a success or a failure story? I mean, a, a good or bad ending? Uh, let's see. And, and if Faye is our main character, it's mainly focused on her, whether or not she resolves any angst. And see, there's, and honestly, I think that ties into the discussion of who's changed and who's steadfast, which is Well, not, that's why I have avoided it. That's why yeah, I, I'm trying right. to back into that discussion rather than start off with it where we normally do. Yeah. Um, because I think we're going to have a well, bit of a conversation about that. So she wanted to protect Get far away from home. She did. She wanted to what? <laughs> Get far away from the city, from 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 home. Yes, I want to leave and go to the bigger city. <laughs> right, <laughs> in the sky. Be careful yeah. what you ask for. <laughs> no, I'm not sure that we have enough information to actually answer that because our the, the, we are not given as an audience. They don't indicate to us visually if this is a good thing or not. Um, and there's nothing, there's no coda after the fact to give us a sense of how it, how it figures in the big picture. You know, nobody else there comments on it or whatnot. All we get to see objectively is that, oh, they're gone. And unless they were incinerated, which they're not. there's an awful lot of ash there. Yeah. Um, but the tape recorder is in good, in, in good shape. Yes, it is, but maybe it's only organics that get anyway. But the fact is, the lady no. But the whole point was the lady. So you told see the footprints going footprint, up, yeah. and then they're gone, and the, and the the impression is that they have been taken. 
and that I mean, and according to the lady, it's a it's a positive thing for her, but we don't know. Again, she she's her story is too personal. Um, okay, so let's leave that on. Let's leave that alone. We kind of maybe have a sense one way or the other, but we don't really have a. I, so let's um, delve into our main character. So Faye, um, is she a changed character or is she a steadfast character? Why? What would it be about? How could we know? And is she truly, you know, as a main character, what is she dealing with? I mean, uh, the uh, the obvious answer, the part of it is something that Nick already pointed out, which is, I think it was Nick, she wanted to get away. You know, did she want to, you know, get out of the little town, which is, you know, get a career, et cetera, et cetera. Um, right. But right. It's, it's a pretty. But, but when, when you're looking at the person, see, part, part of this also, I think it's also tied into who's doer and who's, who represents the doer argument and the story and who represents the beer argument. And that's, that's part of. Well, I think they both seem very doerish to me. Uh, um, how does he seem like a doer? Well, she's a doer in that she runs for the child. Yeah. Right. Um, she she's the one who goes to the library. All that stuff. How is he a doer? Um, he, he says a, kind of, a couple of times, like, I'm putting on an act. I'm interviewing you. I'm putting on a personality. My vo his voice changes when he's on the radio. I remember okay. Stephen Cott says that when you're on, when you're recording, why do you do that? Why do you change your voice? Okay. Because he's such a protagonist. I think that is why you maybe are. I, look, I. And it's an action-driven story, so the protagonist is going to be really tied to that. No, I, I like your I, argument. I, I I like that. You know, we can find. Uh, okay, no, I, I'll I'll go along with that. I I don't mind seeing Everett as the beer. He is kind of a. Uh, an aggressive beer. He is. He he is walking through town like he's you know the cock yeah. of the walk, uh, and he's not really doing anything other than walking. You know, taking somebody's trombone and and walking through the gym and and um, uh, you know and talking to people. But um, in the opening scene, at least, you're right. It's just he is he he he, he is operating through force of personality rather than something he's actually doing doing. So, right. um, so I, I would go along with that, you know, and, and you're right. I, she does, she does exhibit a lot of doing. I mean, I, I think that she, she seems to, once she realizes, oh my God, I've got it. Oh my God, the switchboard. Oh my God. You know, and then she, she runs to go fulfill those things rather than stopping to, you know, consider her feelings about it. Um, she's, you know, more committed she to her obligations. She her environment and after the car crash or the, the almost car crash. She mm -hmm. grabs the kid and says, I'm out of the car. I'm changing the environment. I'm moving. I'm running away from the car. Yeah. yeah. I'm just so used to run, to walking and running everywhere. I, I don't even <laughs> like cars. So, so, so yeah, I, I like calling her a doer and, and letting him be the, the, or at least represent the beer argument. Okay. Everybody else so, okay with that? Yeah. Yep. All right. Excellent. Um, so we're going to think about going back to <laughs> for the main character resolve, change your steadfast. Um, 
Anybody have a have an inkling of which way they might think? Either one of them, either either her or Everett. Isn't isn't she the steadfast and he's the change? That's, that's what my, I thought. That's my gut, but I don't please, have. Please explain. <laughs> What's that? Said please explain. Oh, I mean the guess. Um, because she was all spunky and had all these great ideas. And, um, you know, at the end of it, he believed all these great things, fantastical things. And he was kind of like, eh, it, it could be or it couldn't be. And then at the end, he was like, oh, it's real. So I, I just felt like if there was anything, maybe she was, if there's anything, she was the steadfast one. And then he changed her point of view. Okay. So the way that I looked at it was that, um, especially at the start, we see he's not quite a bully. It's a little bit less demeaning than a bully, um, but he is 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 um, very derogatory towards people, very derogatory towards her, especially. And then at the end, we see him take a protective stance over her and puts his arm around her to protect yes. her against oh. what they see as the aliens. Yeah. I like that. That's great. Yeah, it's a moment. It's actually, it's, it's subtle, but it's a moment that, that I think um, shows that he has grown at least a little bit um, from being a, just a douchebag. I mean, come on, when I was watching the opening scene, it's like, God, what a douchebag. And uh, toward the end, it's like, okay, he's actually, you know, being more brotherly toward her. Um, Instead of trying to act like smart, and, and smart we see even, all the time. even into the in, in late into the movie, he's still a bit of a douchebag. He's, he won't take the the slip of paper from the from Blanche, the old lady. Yeah. You know that's she. She wasn't asking him to do anything other than just take it at the end, and mm -hmm. and he wouldn't even do that. He didn't have to use it. He's lied to lots of other people. Just wouldn't even do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you know right. we finally see it, and he and he actually chases after Faye. Um, after the car accident in, in a sense of also trying to protect her. Cause I don't think they know at that point that, that they've actually been led there or herded there by, by, by the folks. Hmm. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So, I think there's more to it. I mean, you know, there's, there's the whole thing about, well, you know, you lie to him. It's like, well, that's okay. Well, lying is wrong. You know, so there's, you know, and I think, Ultimately, she kind of wins whatever moral argument there is, um, you know, uh, ultimately. Oh, uh, I think he, Everett kind of humbles himself, and that's, um, that's well, a bit she, of a change. She's a, she's a person in which these possibilities exist, and he starts off as a person in which those possibilities do not exist. Very good. Um, you know, they, they just aren't even... They're they're silly, child childish. So yeah, I think that uh, I think that great. I think that's that's a really really good. Um, how about the main character problem solving style? Well, I think if she's a linear. I mean, there's very much like I'm hearing this noise. I want to call you and ask you if you know what it is. Right. Um. And what's she, something that's a, do we have a, something that where it's more personal? I mean, there's this the child thing, which is I 
I, I called her. She wasn't home. I've got to go get, now that things are getting weird, I've got to run and get the child. Okay. That seems a little more direct. Um, she's, she has her, um, I don't, I don't remember the brand, but she has the new uh, recorder and she wants to learn how to use it. Montgomery Ward Special. Him, he'll show me how to use it. Right. Yeah, and, and he's, and the thing is, if you look at the way he's talking about it, he's, he's all about sort of, you've got to create this relationship with these other people and you're doing, you're trying to draw these things out of them to get the story and then you've, put on this personality thing to do that. So yeah, I think that where she's clearly, oh, how do I do this? How do I do that? Um, what is that for, you know, sort of the cause effect kind of, kind of a thing. Um, not that they have to be inverse, but I think that there's a, seems to be a big relationship there in terms of the, the inverse relationship. Um, so I think there's at least a good sense that it's a linear, um, that she's a linear thinker. All right, so let's uh, let's start looking at the domains. Um, but did we skip judgment? Uh, we yeah, we did. We were talking about it. Although let's go, we can go back to it. Let's let's see if now that we've sort of got a sense of who she is and what the goal is, um, do we see a judgment good or bad at this point? Is, this, is there enough information or should we not pick it yet? I, I'm, I'd be interested to see if the story form ends up picking it. Um, my guess is that it's going to be the one thing that's left over. <laughs> no, <laughs> when you have a female mental sex, then good and bad will be orphaned or left oh, over. Right. But, yeah. but when you, when it's a male mental sex, the, the, the judgment is tied into other things. And so like you, like benchmark and unique ability will, uh, uh, Seventy-five uh, percent uh, of the time, we'll pick it. Yeah. Okay. Well, then let's <laughs> let's go on. Let's do the domains. See see how far we can get with that. Mm -hmm. um, Here, can I give another argument, Chris? I'm curious if you like this argument for him being a changed character. Okay. He, he's um. So we just determined he's all about the dynamics and the interpersonal stuff at the beginning. When they interview the woman towards the end and she offers the piece of paper and she says, take it. If he takes it, then he has to believe her story. And he decides he can't do that, but it's almost like he's turned into an if then thinker at that point. Is that a little? Mm, I don't think that, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I don't think that's so much as resolved. See, cause I thought she wanted him to take her. He did. Yeah. She did. Um, and and I think then he said no, and then she said take the paper anyway. And, and, and actually, I, I think that she wanted him, the, the impression I got listening to it carefully was that she wanted him to bring them to her. Really? She says take me with you to the ship. Yeah, well, it's it's a that's what I, I heard. But I she can't walk anywhere or go anywhere. Well, it's, he has not, a car. it's not clear that she yeah. can't. It's just obviously there's she has some difficulty for some reason. They don't give right. any information on that. Because they come in, she's in a chair. They leave, she's still in the chair. You know, we don't really know. But she also appears to be living by herself, and there's no wheelchair around. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
it's, it's a little um little too, too many extra 250 for that yes <laughs> um then didn't did Faye take the paper or not no no but they had the recording on the on right. the yeah on the on the which is what he plays in the car right um okay so let's talk domains <clears throat> We know uh, our main character is a doer, so therefore she's either going to be in a situation defined by her situation or an activity. Uh, the overall story can be anywhere that the main character isn't. Anybody have any thoughts? I have two thoughts. <laughs> okay. The first is that this has got to be a universe issue in that what's happening is there's an alien ship in the sky and um we get we get very much like the stories of the past um their chat at the beginning is so much about the future of hey the electric roads and vacuum tubes and that kind of oh, thing right yeah um there's very clearly a lot of present going on right what's in the sky right now um, but because it's a mystery and they're looking for information and it's not easy to get or trust, there's a part of me that feels like um, it's, a, it's a gathering information story um, or potentially an understanding story. What does it mean that the lights are flickering? What does it mean that the... Right, but as the question is, is it everybody's trying to do that or is... Are just the two of them trying to do that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess my, my original vote is, my real vote is for situation. For, for the for, overall story? Yes, for the overall story. Okay. Um, so my vote, not a contradiction to that necessarily yet, is um, for uh, the, the easiest person that I, or the easiest domain that I could think I could pick was, um, he seemed to be very manipulative. Um, that would put the IC in manipulation, which would mean that uh, um, she would have problems with activities. Um, and that's, I will admit, is a little bit weak, but that gets into the gathering of the information and or obtaining. Mm -hmm. um, if I was looking at the OS and now getting into that uh, a little bit stronger, while I don't, I don't see this as an ism OS, but there was very little OS well, in what? here. What? Fixed oh. attitudes, fixed attitudes. Um, but we open with a bunch of fixed attitudes. Um, the the Mrs. McBroom, nobody listens to me. They just tell me do this. Um, we have a fixed attitude of, of um, uh, as to you just keep using the same reels over again. And, and these things cause conflict. Um, we see, uh, um, that she has a a a poor a fay um, yes as part of is in her in her OS uh, and well maybe I'll stay away from that. Um, well, if you're gonna if you want to refer to um, fay to, to the, the 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 operator the the board operator yeah, the board operator right the telephone operator. Um, she, she she had a lot of shyness going on when she was trying to interview other people with her new machine. Um, uh, and that caused conflict. 
but is the is is that part of the OS or the main character? Well, and and, and that's why I backed off of, of of using her in that sense. But but we that that's one of the few times where we actually see her with other people in the OS. Um, otherwise, the, she's pretty much just with with Nick. With what's, him. what's interesting is that getting interviewing people is is gathering information, right? But so yeah, yeah, no, I know, yeah. So is going to the library and trying to break in. The, the, the biggest problem I had with activity was when, when I stepped back from it and, and tried to say, okay, is is this an external process run amok for her? And and and, and, I, and well, I couldn't do that. And well, I and I could I, I think you could see that. I think could you could okay. see that. Yeah. I mean, go ahead. Uh, Sandy. Was it, uh, me? Oh, okay. Um, okay. So look, um, okay, so she's First of all, she's um, uh, she's got the tape recorder. I just obtained a tape recorder. You know, teach me how to do it, and let's. And she walks with him, and 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 he's he's teaching her how to do things. He's teaching her how to bake biscuits. You know, then she she goes to the switchboard, and she's doing doing doing. You know, um, and then things start happening, and it's like, well, uh, I don't understand what's going on. Uh, you know, and then and then she's um, but but look, she abandons her her switch bar switchboard post until she realizes, oh crap, I better get back, and she does, and then she realizes, oh, I, I abandoned, you know, uh, or or the 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 you know my is it her little sister? Who, her little sister, uh, yeah, Maddie. the baby sister is like uh, you know, I forgot her backstory about the parent, but mm -hmm. but it does seem like it's just you know um, uh, uh, what she needs to do. And the conflicts, you know, uh, different things that she needs to do. And, and of course, she's being drawn toward this mystery. And so she's doing things other than what she's obligated to do. But then so, so she's trying to, you know, she's running all over town trying to meet her um, various obligations. And uh, so I, I could totally see where activity, you know, uh, the physics of, of uh, you know, of, of her life are, are creating conflicts for her. Right. And it's, it's for her only, though. It's not that's not something that's a problem for everybody else. You know, right. everybody else seems to be pretty much, you know, stuck wherever they are, you know, and or they don't really have a problem with the activity. You know, you've got all these people. Yeah, we followed this thing in the air to here. And it's like. But they just seem to be kind of like complacent with it. It's I thought that was in, interesting, obviously quite deliberate. Um, but you know, they, but I mean, yeah, you have those really long stories with Billy and um, uh, uh, Mabel about the past. You know, like like Mike mentioned. Uh, but of course, but I do. It does seem like you know uh, what's going on right now. I mean, yes, there's some talk about the future, some talks about how things are going. But it's it's you know it's what's going on right now. Yeah, I mean, it looks more like a yeah, like almost like a concern a concern of the present with a benchmark of the past. Right, and for her, for the main character, you know, learning, learning things, gathering information, you know, uh, um, you know, solving the mystery, gathering the the tapes, you know, um, but, but also misunderstanding with a know? benchmark of understanding or yeah, well, she starts off and she's. She has this, she thinks that the phrases are one thing and because she completely misunderstood what the, the sign off phrase was. 
You know, it's like, no, it's not that. It's this. You can oh. bake a 940. Yes, bake a bacon. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, bake. <laughs> you had me at bacon, bacon. Um, <laughs> so that being, okay. So if that, okay. So there's a fit where Everett would be, have a concern of conceiving an idea. Um, that, well, does that make? Sure. I mean, if you think about get the him getting the idea that there's there are possible these kinds of things that just don't they don't they're beyond explanation you know when she's describing the the world of the future and she has one story then she has the other story then he goes well but if they're doing this one how could they do the other one you know like the tubes that go from city to city as opposed to the electric cars that go you know locally and which she had a really good answer for that. Um, you know, so he's he definitely step, seems to be more skeptical, and 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 it takes him a real hard long time for him to sort of get it. You know what what really this is about, and then even even when he starts to get it, he sort of is very much refusing to get it. Sure, because he still blames the Russians coming through <clears throat> Mexico rather than pe people in the sky. Such right. a porous border. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, directly through Alaska to Mexico. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. But, you know, New Mexico, well, yeah. Uh, well, Darianne and I were wondering, okay, where in New Mexico is there a forest? Exactly. <laughs> oh, um, in the mountains. What? In the mountains. Okay, uh, like you get, you southern, know, close, get, close no, to the Rio Grande Valley, or no? I mean, it can't be too far south because there's only chipmunks in the north. I checked. Okay, <laughs> there's not a whole lot in the north. Um, just mesas, desert and mesas. But anyway, I mean, doesn't it border on Colorado on the north? Yeah, I mean, okay, I, I wasn't sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyway, I there is a Cayuga, but. There's, there's actually I, not I, a Cayuga. It's named after Rod Serling's um, production company. Uh, okay. good catch. Good catch. No, that's, I looked it. I looked it up. Good catch. And, and speaking of lookups, you see that the radio station is W O W T, huh? Yeah. War, War of the Worlds. W O T W. W O T W. War of the Worlds. Right. I should have got that. I should have got that. Yeah, I suspect there are a lot of uh, <laughs> Easter eggs. references. Yeah. yeah. Oh eggs. man. Okay. Thank you for that. Right. So, are we? Do we and, seem and, to be okay? Yeah, and and the concern, I mean, the the subjective story concern well, of well, contemplation. Before we do concerns, okay. I just want to at least. Are we okay with our main oh. character being an activity in the OS and situation? Yeah. Yes. Is everybody yes. okay with that? All right. Mm -hmm. And the relationship and fixed attitude. There are there is you know conflicts of attitudes between. I, them. I think definitely. That one, it's funny. That's the one that jumped out to me first. Was their fixed attitude? They fought over how to do. There are specific ways to do things, and da da da. So, yeah. Right, and and just the ethics of of certain things like lying. Right. You know. Um, uh, and and I think you know uh, the conscious contemplations uh, regarding that is um, 
I think probably best describes best actually describes the better thing. You know, think about think about what you're doing. You know, you're lying to him, and and he says, well, no, but think about it. Is you know, he needed to be lied to, or or you know, he's he doesn't have anything interesting to say. So you know, so it's always you know, think about this, think about this. When, when they're getting into kind of a more subjective, you know, uh, or argument, which is, you know, it's not very deep. It doesn't go very far, but it's you know, what's there is, yeah, uh, I think fits. It isn't the consequence yes. of the hypnosis yep. and the abduction? Yep. Oh, I, I think Brian was speaking also. Yeah, oh, I, I just said, all, all I said was, uh, isn't the um, consequence like the hypnosis and the abduction of humans? Like, um, like oh, consequence. The, oh, uh, yeah. Sorry if I'm not. Um, Oh, so the so the the uh, RS concern is a possible consequence, yeah, in contemplation. Yeah, like they wouldn't they be able. Really, to... They don't really they... discuss that. I mean, mm. part of the it's part of the part of it is is that I think I'd say if anything, if if, if we're going to say that contemplation was the um, was the consequence. It's probably that people don't think about it. You know, it's that's the problem is it's been going on forever, but they just don't they don't think about it. And the more and as long as they don't think about it, it'll continue to happen. Mm. You know, it's sort of the anti-contemplation. Yeah, Jim. Um because I noticed you, you already selected the concern in the bottom right. Is that a for sure thing? No, I mean, we haven't heard any, any. we've heard a lot of support for that, but we have not heard any contrary. So contrary. So I just selected it, but I can un, it's a really easy thing to unselect yeah. if we have another argument. Yeah, I, I really like the upper left, the past um, for the OS. Particularly, like if you look at the thematic issues like fate, destiny, prediction, and interdiction, I got tons of like speculation vibes from like the very beginning, not only through the girl, but also through, um, you know, the one where they, they went to the woman and she had the, the piece of paper. And um, as far as like the understanding or learning with the, the girl, it, to me, it wasn't so much that she was having difficulty um, learning new things or learning a new skill as it was like misinterpreting things or, you know, all the different sounds that she was hearing and trying to understand what all that yeah. stuff was going on. And like for him, like your argument for conceiving is awesome. So I was like, oh shoot, maybe I'm wrong. But um, for the conceptualizing stuff, he's like really pompous, like, and I like Nick's thing about him being a bully and kind of like he knows how everything fits together. And he's just got this like really super unlikable. Like I, I watched the first 15 minutes last night and just gave up because I hated it. And then <laughs> I had to watch it today before it started up again. Um, but I, I like that, you know, the, the, the jerkiness of him feels better in those issues there. And then you guys have said a bunch of times, which I don't think I even noticed, was the the lies between them and the kind of evidence. Like if she sees something, he's like, nah, that's not it. And you know, mm. like that kind of stuff. And and for the consequence, like what Brian was saying, um, instead of like not 
thinking about it more like um, they don't recognize it. You know, it's almost like yeah, a forgetful state or something like that to that extent. Okay. Yeah. I mean that. We're, yeah. You know, it's it's really just a matter of which ones do we like underneath it at this point because when you have it so that one's the one's the concern and the other one's these the um, benchmark. benchmark <laughs> it's pretty. You know, it's easy to see one or the bounce back between them. So yeah, yeah. It's really, it is good to look at what's underneath. Anybody else have any thoughts about what Jim was saying? Well, I mean, the only thing I can think about the present is if there's any real issue going on in the present, it's pretty minor because the whole thing is it's it's flickering lights and it's wavering radio signals, right? But the past is where all the problems are. All the problems are. I mean, I know we were joking earlier, but like the chipmunk is in the past. And then Billy's story is in the past. And then the um, witch of such and such was in the past. Yeah, everything was in the past. Everything they're talking about is actually sort of digging up and trying to figure out what the past was and meant. And how does that relate to today? So, okay, so just to counterpoint that, I see a lot of that being talked about, but I don't see conflict arising from the digging up of the past. Well, the, okay, let's think about it. So the general or the colonel died, and they've got to figure out where his tapes are. That's a conflict coming out of the past. Um, I want you to reunite me with my child who was taken away from me. That's that's a problem that comes from the past. Mm. Um, that one I'll agree with. The drivers were um, past abduct abductees, which is why they passed out in the car when he played the thing. So that's a problem coming out of the past. Um, mm. because, oh, this still feels like a benchmark to me, but. Um, well, but let's, uh, let's, look, let's then that's what I was saying. Let's look at the the uh, issues mm. beneath it. The variations beneath to see which sets seem to be better connected to the concern as opposed to hmm. uh because they won't be nearly as pronounced if it, if it's something that's connected to the um the benchmark so hmm. if you had a if you had a concern of the past then you're dealing with fate destiny prediction interdiction if you're dealing with the present it's work attempt attraction and repulsion this is pretty, this would be in the um, overall story domain. So do does one set of those, one you know, prod of those sound like a better one than the other? Hmm. Or well, I really like the the reason why I like the destiny one so much is like all the stuff she was talking about in the beginning is all stuff that actually happened. <laughs> like it's it's something that actually was like our eventual destiny and it's almost like they're talking about alien abductions but what they're really talking about is our current society and like how we are all um it's almost like we're all abducted by the phones and everything and all this stuff i, I just felt like that was the thematic uh intent behind the whole thing hmm. i mean they're, they're literally predictions i mean that's effectively what they are because they're from the past about the future. And that's pretty much what a, you know, saying here's what's going to happen in the future. But do you know what, like any of those four, but like 
it's like that's what it was really about you know because it's like oh all that stuff actually did happen and <laughs> you know hmm. a lot of people do feel isolated and I, I actually thought that was more of the the issue that was being played the intent behind the story hmm. um, I, I don't know about destiny on its own as an issue um, I'd like to see what it, where that compares to some of the others, but I like that. That quad I think works better than work, attempt, attract, and repulse. Um, I, it, that feels a little better, but let's look at some of the other domains because you know you can make any one thing work, but if yeah. you can't make them work. That just stood out to me, that's all. Mm. Right. So in terms of her, we have uh, with understanding, we have instinct, senses, interpretation, and conditioning under understanding. And then under learning or gathering information, we have prerequisites, preconditions, strategy, and analysis. Um, anybody? Senses have... for her is great. Which her... one? Senses for her is terrific. It's all about, she hears the thing first. She's in the phone booth. It's all about recording the sounds. Instinct is really good for her um she reacts to she you know her child is or her sister needs looking after um that's that's my thought hmm. well i like i like instinct and i like interpretation because she's 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 always struggling with what does this mean what does this mean what does this mean um don't you think it means this don't you think it means that um uh, well, that sounds a lot like understanding, but yeah. So, All right, then, then, then how, how would the relationship through line uh, be concerned with memories, particularly? Remembering or forgetting or what's your illustration for that? Oh, I would, I would say instead of remembering or forgetting, it's about recognizing what's really going on, like a recognition. But um, for the relationship, or I'm sorry, for her, um, what was the reason why she didn't have a car, why she had to run everywhere? She just never had it. She's okay. 16 and yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a small town. <laughs> They're not wealthy. Right, I don't think, I don't, not a lot of people had cars and you know, even he didn't have a car either. He ended up what, taking, borrowing somebody's. His boss's right. car. Yeah, his boss's car, that's it, yeah. Hmm. Um, hmm. well, well I don't so know recognition the, Jim in, in, in the sense of what I mean like if you look at evidence and she sees one thing and he doesn't recognize that that is something that could actually be some you know what it is I don't know Like the, the default for memory is always like, oh, it's gotta be about forgetting or it's about, about remembering, but there's also an element of it where it's like, um, based on your fixed attitude towards something, whether or not that makes you open to recognize evidence and allow yourself to have suspicions that there's something else. Yeah, similar to like reputation. Right. I mean, I, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
I was saying, I don't know about the RS, but it seems like that fits the consequence a lot better of like the hypnosis and the, oh, I pasted it into the chat window for you guys. It was like, uh, she believes the aliens will target isolated people while most of the town is at the basketball game and suspects the aliens are responsible for sowing conflict and humanity from alcoholism to war. And then in the end, they're basically as assumed into the ship, right? So I guess I'm not clear on whether or not it's it's a success story or not, just because it seems like that could be the, the they're now forgotten in a way. Mm. Well, that we don't um, we don't know. Throw that out there. That's the thing is they don't have any kind of denouement, so it's yeah. not it's not clear. Yeah. Um, well, we do know their memories were left behind on the recorder. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they will be remembered. Right, so I think that supports Jim's Jim's claims. The other thing I would say about the issues for her, I actually really like conditioning because I feel like she's all about training herself, and she's like the only one that is. Um, that's why I was hoping there was something with her running and stuff. Like there's a conditioning, a physical aspect to it, but also that she's somebody who is um, seems to be not so much more open, but um, is interested in. Uh, training herself to be able to, to see these things and not be taken in by everything that's there. Whereas he's like sense of self, like from the very beginning and that whole thing about like, well, why are you putting on this whole act or whatever? You know, like, it's like, well, that's my voice. That's what I'm supposed to do. Right. Like, he's just like, Hey, I'm this dude. That's oh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. I suppose permission, deficiency, need, and expedience. Well, okay, need, need expedient person. Yeah, I don't think hmm. that that quad works well for him. Hmm. The permission, deficient, need, and expediency, whereas state of being, circumstances, situation, and yeah, as you say, sense of yeah, self. sense of self. That's hmm. that's right. Like, I mean, this might be. There's a little bit of, you know, hey. Do I have your permission to put this on the radio? And I need you not to swear. And it's expedient for me to just put you straight on live. It, it seems is that is that something that that is challenging her personally, challenging. or is it his self that seems to be a little more challenging her? Um, his, I think his. I think sense of, I mean, sense of self is really jumping out as something that is the most challenging part of him as a character. So. Particularly, particularly for her, because he seems to be so in, in charge and she just, and she doesn't understand how, how he can do that. And why does he do that? And sometimes she just thinks that he's just being really mean or stupid or he puts on that voice and I don't understand that. Why are you doing that? Right. Um, yeah. I, yeah, the sense of self one to me because that's one of the traits that are so played up in his character more than anything else from the very first time we hear him talking to anybody. You know, mm -hmm. he's just like, you know, he's just so full of himself. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Well, let's try it. Let's let's try. I'm just gonna try picking that one. Yeah. Sense of self as the influence character issue. And now it could be his unique ability too. So, but um, hmm. that's the issue. Uh, 
So that brings us down to, um, let's, let's go back to the, So here, if we look at the main character, okay, we see her issue of conditioning, um, which means we now have a problem quad that's change, inertia, projection, and speculation, with hmm. the overall story problem being actuality aware, perception, and self-aware. Um, Oh, and we let, oh, let's pick the benchmark, actually. Now, we were looking at the past <laughs> with the benchmark of the present, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what our, I believe what we were. Oh, okay, judgment analysis. bad. Yeah, that, that, that's where I was going with it because it didn't, I certainly didn't feel like it was a happy ending, mm -hmm. but it's not a, it's not a, there's no, but there's no, we don't see anything that says, oh, this is, this was not a good way to go. Although the only thing we do have is we see what happened to um, the older woman when her son was disappeared and other people who had people disappear, how it affected them and how that was not good. Right. Um, but we didn't, we don't really get to see that. And we don't get to see even their own reactions to it. Though it's a pretty good bet there's going to be a mother of one little child who's going to be very unhappy. <laughs> mm -hmm. I really like this catalyst of interdiction, too, because the story really does seem to amp up whenever they tell these stories of the past where they weren't allowed to do things. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, where they're blocked. Yeah. Yeah. Inhibitor conditioning. Mm. Unique ability. Her unique ability is interpretation. I think that also is good because I think she's, you know, she's able to sort of, you know, figure out what, what she thinks is going on, um, which, you know, I think she probably has a much better idea of what's going on with the sound and with the events than long before he does. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I like to the inhibitor of sense of self in the relationship is good. Oh, yeah. Okay, so let's look at uh, the overall story issue. <laughs> Gee, what a surprise. <laughs> the two that we were discussing. <laughs> Prediction mm -hmm. and destiny. Uh, so I guess let's go, let's, let's go and look back, at, back here and look at the overall story. And so we have um, prediction or destiny, which means we're going to have either, uh, let's see, which is which. So this is gonna be the problem. So actuality perception is a problem with inertia and change or awareness, self-awareness, projection, speculation, depending if it's a prediction or um, destiny. Well, isn't part, I mean, you were talking about speculation early on, Jim, but I, I mean, isn't the whole awareness, self-awareness thing, I mean, it's seriously a part of the problem, isn't it? You know, with people like 
suddenly going zombie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I, oh, well, okay. But also, you know, the fact that Billy makes, a, uh, in his whole story, he makes a really strong point that uh, people were left unaware what they were doing, why they were doing it. They were, you know, made a big whole long point about they put us in a bus with blackened out windows. We didn't know where we were going. We had to do a job. And then, you know, so we were kept in the dark. Um, Which uh, and unaware would be the same. That's we'd be aware as a problem. But see, I, yeah, I would flip it though. You'd say self-aware is the problem. Yeah. Cause if you just look at what's his face, like he's so completely, self-absorbed in the beginning and at the end he's like oh it's real it's like a right, right. oh i i see you okay for for the for, well for the character. for the influence character being the changed character yeah um yeah, pick that but how how does that apply to the world at large then how because does self-aware because they're becoming aware of the aliens right oh but this is be the problem not the simple well that's okay Hold on. let me just the problem of the world of the larger world of the you know uh you know uh, billy and black or mabel and 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 you know the uh people at the basketball game and um oh, oh i think looking basically thinking of it more like being self-absorbed everybody's concerned with yeah. their own things they're not looking out not, not paying attention to anybody else um you know the the woman who leaves the baby the babysitter, you know, who leaves the child, the people, the guy, the, the, um, everybody at the game are just sort of obsessed with the game and they're not thinking about it, anybody outside of the, that, that world. Mm -hmm. uh, even the woman who lost her, her son, you know, she's just so concerned about herself, you know, the one who wanted to be taken away. Right. Um, it's also about the role of me the media plays in people's lives. I think Jim was pointing this out where it's going from self-absorbed people to like externally aware if they even get there. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's, it's interesting because I, I, I could see that. Um, I'm not sure based on that, how to read the ending. If it's actually the solution is is I'm not sure. Well, well okay. Well, all right. The 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 biggest the the, oh, the meta conflict okay. here. If you consider if you consider um, the radio jock and the um, phone operator as being part of the characters in the oh, to, to and they figure they find out what's exactly going on. So in that case, it is it is success. It's you know. And that, yeah. so that would in fact bring it to that point where there is an awareness of a direct awareness that there are aliens. Mm -hmm. yeah. But the big, the biggest issue here is if you buy Blanche's store, Mabel's story, or Miss Mrs. Blanche, whatever. Uh, if you buy her story, that um, or her hypothesis that it's the aliens who are planting things in our heads that are causing wars and causing conflicts, causing us to be at each other's throat. If you buy that, then, um, then becoming aware, you know, then that, that's like, we're just, you know, wrapped up in all that becoming aware 
of what's outside can can um, oh, can, poten can potentially solve it. I mean, it's obviously that's not solved. That that big huge meta conflict is not solved within the context of the story. But oh, right. but to the extent that some awareness has been achieved, uh, uh, at least for our protagonists, our co-protagonists, um, then you know you 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 could see it. Um, I, I mean, you have to you have to sort of uh, project, which is also one of the things here. But you do have to kind of project that that at least uh, there is some awareness um, uh, now of what is really going on in human affairs. Okay. So, and when they leave, they're not they're no longer polluting people's memories, right? I, yeah, I would also say too, like if you think big picture, nobody else really became aware of anything, right? It's kind of like they're gone and they're the recorders there, right? But yeah, well, they are, and then it's sort of erased. It's one of those things where you won, and then kind of like uh, James Bond on Her Majesty's Secret Service, he gets out of the get out of the service, and he marries, and then Blofeld comes along and kills his wife. But see, it would be it would be interesting to see the plot <laughs> progression to see if a failure might make more sense. This kind of kind of reminds me of Terminator yeah. too, where the um you know the the arm is left for the sequel or whatever. Not that this is going to have a sequel, but like the footprints in the um, tape recorder. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that. Well, here's the here's the clue for the next people to follow, so they can become aware too. Well, the the OS goes pretty straightforward Z pattern, you know, past, future, present. So let me just see if it, look what happens when we do a failure. It should be future first, right? Let's just see failure. Is this also one of the ones that doesn't matter which one you pick? Um, no, here's a, usually it, often it does, but um, at the, it, uh, about about twenty five percent of the time, um, so when certain things line up, yeah, you could go either future. I, I, you could go either failure or success, and it won't affect things. But uh, this this is again probably about one in four instances yeah. when that's the case. What happens if you just don't even select it? Does it still fill these out? No, well, because it changed them. Oh, it we because the the. the um this is the failure story this is the order in which okay. you look to the failure story sorry oh, got my my light went out okay um whereas if we go back and change it to change it to success oh you one one thing that does change is the relationship uh elements mm -hmm. the yeah, subjective story elements we might be able to figure it out from that yeah. <laughs> oh, but see, look, if you look at the influence character, the, the failure one looks better. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree on the IC. That's what I was looking at, too. Mm. <laughs> okay, well, also, it makes, in a failure, it makes a problem uh, in the relationship, self-aware, um, mm -hmm. which is not bad. 
um, <laughs> symptom of desire and the responsibility. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only other place other than the other than the signpost order, the signpost order mm. where the influence character looks looks a little better. Um, yeah, the main character gathering information, doing, understanding, and obtaining. That'll be the. Same. Oh, I, I gotta admit, if I. If I were to pick the overall story signpost, that's probably the order I would pick. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously the first act is just, uh, they're just being in the town. It's just, you know, the f- basketball game's going on. There's people around. We're just, you know, taking it in the moment. Um, and then... Um, uh, uh, and then we get Billy. And then the we past. get Billy. <laughs> and he gets the past. And then, um, and then things start going pretty wacky. <laughs> and then uh the 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 final signpost is well obviously the future's you know change if you look at the long line it's like oh so, you know this thing happens that changes the town forever which is implied even though, you know it's not really in the movie but there's not a lot of discussion about the future but uh obviously well it definitely it feels truncated it does feel like it's missing yeah. the last components right the last author's author's proof or whatever <laughs> yeah you do kind of you do kind of you're kind of missing an extra beat that you're just <laughs> and then it doesn't arrive and you just get the music instead it does feel like there's a beat missing right at the end so um so yeah that's pretty good so do we like this story form her problem is perfect her problem of change? Yeah. How so? She's completely willing to adapt to any situation. And whatever she needs to be done, she's willing to do. And she's also motivated to get out of the city. Like her whole thing we talked about way at the beginning was she wants to change. Right. And it's not a problem so much as the source of her drive. Right. Okay. Right. And inertia is certainly, a, when it comes to, you know, li- growing up in a small town, Man, a nurse is a big issue. Yeah, so uh, if, she, if she gave into inertia, that would satisfy her, but it would not necessarily be a good thing. <laughs> okay. And in the IC, I see you have the inequity equity for the symptom and response, which, I mean, can that be like him talking about the swearing and stuff and then um, him smoothing it out? Inequity. Um, you know, like, yeah. like, in other words, like the airways have to be balanced at the time. Well, I, I no, look at the personal, how he impacts her, how he impacts her personally. And there, there is, you know, again, it's like, well, you just lied to him. Well, you know, uh, uh, yeah, you created an equity, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he said, well, but that's okay. You know, and that, you know, that, that kind of ethics yeah. inequity is, he would argue is okay. Um, she was very much about, well, that's not right. And he was very much, no, it is when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I still want to, but I still want to get back to make sure that uh, we choose failure uh, for the overall story, for the story goal, which is the past. Um, they want to uh, find out what's going on with the lights in the gym and they never get back to those people. Well, okay. So the consequence 
of memory is that essentially that, you know, this is the, if you don't remember the past, you're gonna, you're doomed to re repeat it. Yeah, right. And if there's, if they keep on forgetting about all these things that have happened as being real, then, you know, the aliens are just keep on coming back and taking more people whenever they want them. Okay, so so the goal, story goal then is not about solving the mystery. That that was our definition at the beginning. So the story goal of the past is is actually so it's not about solving the mystery so much as it is about resolving all these issues that have come up in the past as as related through Billy and all the people he mentioned, and then uh, Mrs. Blanche and 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 everyone you know and, and all the people that she mentioned you know, her sister and whoever was staying in, her, in the room and all this. And all, the, all those people off screen uh, uh, had these issues of the past that the overall story is begging to resolve and it never gets resolved. Well, and, it doesn't get resolved, it just, it, it just keeps repeating the same tragic result. Well, and, and what you find is the requirements of the present. So that's where, we're, where we are sitting, trying to figure out what's going on right now. If we don't figure out what's going on now, then we'll never be able to figure out what happened in the past. And the forewarnings is that the more we learn about what was going on, the more likely is that we're going to end up for, you know, it's, it, we're gonna end up forgetting about it and we're gonna suck, be stuck with the consequences because this, is, this keeps happening over and over again and, and nobody seems to uh, remember it or they, are, they get, um, uh, you know, even with the consequence of memory, you know, people just have these blank spots in their memory and they don't have any question like the people who are driving. You know, they don't have like, huh, what, what was going on? Sorry, I don't know what happened, you know. So, yeah, I think that, that, it's also that the more they learn, the more it makes them susceptible to being the people who get abducted, which means they can't solve the problem. Right. Yeah, right? they learn too much. And they and and they become oh, the aliens become aware of them, then they just pick them up. Yeah, they don't know why. It's like, <laughs> um, well, it helps if you don't keep tooting the horn, saying, "Here we are talking your language." <laughs> no, it's like it they need it. Yeah, we need we need somebody to greet Richard Dreyfus when we pick him up in twenty years. <laughs> well. <laughs> Yeah, it was um, interesting that the, the one thing I thought was odd in the, the display is that everything was, when they were looking at, when you would see the spaceships, it was all very subjective until you got the mothership, which was your, the camera was essentially out in looking at it from wherever, whatever height that was, looking at it straight on as that little spaceship, which looked like the big spaceship, kind of floats up and goes into it. Um, I thought that was a, I, I think that was to just say, okay, here's objective story. This is the objective view. It really is there. It's not just your imagination. You know, I think that was kind of the point of doing that so that you couldn't say, oh, well, it really was just, you know, that's the way it looked like to them. Really, no, no, no. They want and you know what? That, and that's what makes it a situation story and not a psychology or mind story. Right. Because it that's really what, is there and it's there's no question 
that alien, the aliens are there. They're coming down. They got the big ship and the little ships that go down to the earth, go down, pick up people, the little taxis. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, so since this is alien a- Ubers, <laughs> <laughs> alien Ubers. <laughs> since, since this is a, a situation or a, a stuck situation and it's a failure, the situation doesn't get unstuck. Right. Correct. Yeah. And that's and why, that's exactly where we're left. Yeah, and that's where because the people who know better are gone. Just memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they um, so, go with the they'll they'll be the next chipmunks. I'm sorry, what? What, what was that they'll last be one? The next chipmunks, which then become squirrels. Gnawing <laughs> <laughs> through wires. And it was I was just saying the uh, the spaceship is like the establishment um, behind you know behind the the broadcast signaling of the fake news. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Russians, aliens. You know, who knows who's behind all yeah. that? <laughs> well. Are there any anything else? Uh, otherwise, I, I actually have to say I'm pleasantly surprised that we were able to come up with a story form, and that it fits so nicely. I am too. I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gobsmacked. Yeah. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah. No, I be, I just because um, we, what I was saying just for posterity while we're recording, I'll just repeat what I said before we started recording, which is. You know, the, the filmmakers, uh, you know, made no bones about the fact that this is this is our version of a Twilight Zone episode. And, you know, uh, the Twilight Zone episodes that you remember and that were good were, were the half hour ones. Um, <laughs> the one hour ones are were you know, kind of sucked and were totally forgettable because um, <laughs> the, the format just doesn't fit. But this is this was like a, a half hour episode or something with a twist ending that uh, that was extended over 90 minutes and you know uh while we were watching it's like you know that that like that one tracking shot that went through the whole town all the way through the gym and up through the window and back you know uh it's like wow cinematically that looks awesome but what does that add to the story (laughs) you know and and why does the the lady's story keep going you know why why is her story so long and circuitous you know it, it really felt like they were taking you know about 30 minutes worth of story and extending it into 90 minutes well, but I think, but i think Bandy, they, you just don't talk to enough old ladies that's all there but, is but also <laughs> i think they were filling in a lot of that mm-hmm. past that was not there that wasn't in there so that you could actually see all right there is a backstory a lot of backstory here not just a chipmunk which doesn't have anything to do with anything um and then a couple of other things that which are basically forgotten you you have two sources for all of this you have the the guy on the phone and then her and so between the two of them though they give you an awful lot of of information about what's going on Mm -hmm. so you know that help contextualize the events that are happening with the strange sounds and sights that are going on in town that night. So I think that's why, Um, you know, and because, you know, it appears that at least there was the 
we can see a story form in there, even though they were long-winded, it did add up to something. It wasn't just random. So it did support what we already had. So I think that's why, whereas the, you know, why it worked, whereas, yeah, I agree that the, the really long tracking shot was, you know, fun and in a cinematic sense, but not really quite sure what it meant story-wise. Except I think just to give us a sense of there are not a lot of people and everybody is in that one place. There's not a lot of people anyplace else. Which mm -hmm. is what I think they were trying to point out. Oh, yeah, okay. That everybody, I, everybody I, I, in town was there except for these few people. I think you could make an argument or at least the way I justified it in my mind was that if you start out with the TV screen, um, it really does seem almost as if the aliens are voyeuristic um, and, and, and watching the humans um, for their entertainment and or other use. Um, and you get a sense of them, that long tracking shot lends itself towards, is this the mind of the aliens or, you know, searching through the town and, and actually picking the more interesting people as opposed to when we get back to that basketball game, it's very clear. The rest of the town is very boring. Even the kid on the scooter just rides back and forth. <laughs> the announcer for the basketball game. And there's another pass. And it looks like he might <laughs> hand it off. No, this is another pass. <laughs> yeah, right. Which then begs the question, who's the alien? Well, Not that's really. true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it, that could have begged a question, but I don't think this movie begged it at all. <laughs> I, I, feel like, I feel like that destiny is the Sundance button. Like if you if you want to get into Sundance, you just make sure you have an issue of destiny. Yeah, but see, this didn't get into Sundance. That's why I went to Slam Dance, and <laughs> Slam Dance likes the oddball films. It, it yeah. you know, Slam Dance <laughs> picks the films that don't quite fit into Sundance. Right. Um, <laughs> if you now, Chris, uh, have you guys been to Park City? Have you been to Sundance? No, Chris, you have, right? Oh, you haven't? No, because I, I went for you guys one year, yeah. And and it just so happened that year, a friend of mine was in a movie that was uh, uh, in, in Slam Dance, actually, one Slam Dance. And so, um, so one evening I went up the streets, just going up Main Street, and Slam Dance was just in one theater there in Park City. They, they might have broadened since then, but back in the 90s. Uh, yeah, Slam Dance is just up the main street um, from the center of town. Sundance is like all over the town, but, um, but Slam Dance is in this one theater. And they like, you know, they're looking for the oddball films. And this, mm -hmm. this is a movie that made, that did a lot of oddball things. Yeah. Um, so I, I could appreciate it for that, for, for doing things that nobody else would have done. I mean, like, like, like during Billy's story, it would, they would just fade to black and just stay on black for a while <laughs> and then fade back in on, on Everett and then do it again. It's like, well, that was an interesting choice. Uh, not one that I would have made, but it's an interesting choice. It, well, and it was yeah. really a, a, a good lesson in how to get a whole lot of exposition out there if you're determined not to show it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You mean, you know? is that why you have your your screen off, Nick? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> your camera? Your camera's always off. You can get all that exposition. It's a Mac Mini. There's no camera. <laughs> uh, 
So okay, well, I guess. Well, that's thank you guys. Nice. Thank I, you. Turned out better than I thought it would. Yeah. <laughs>